Hello, and welcome to the Soundwave podcast, Music Technology Stories. For people who love the art and science of listening to and enjoying recorded sound, here it's all about the art and magic of sound reproduction and related human stories. We survey music, technology, and stories from the early beginnings of relatively low high fidelity to the heyday of the 70s high fidelity and the modern age of digital and streaming. This week, we will be talking about the Apple AirPod Maxes and find out whether they're worth the hefty price tag, how do they sound, how well do they operate, and are they worth it. So stay tuned. Over the couple weeks that it took me to put together last Soundwave Show's episode on spatial audio, I had no idea that I was going to go out and pick up some Apple AirPods Max. My son and I were at an Apple store while taking care of some other errands. I was picking up a couple MagSafe accessories when I turned to see him with a pair of AirPod Maxes on his head. He was clearly bopping to the music and really enjoying it. When I asked him to let me give, give it a listen, he had no idea what I was saying. It was the noise cancellation. So I made some improvised sign language and he got the idea and handed them to me. I put them on and, well, the rest is history, as they say. I was very impressed, and I'll get into the details of that in a second. I didn't buy them on the spot, but chose to mull it over, but quickly realized the sound quality was so much better that it didn't take me long to go out to the Best Buy site and see if there was some kind of deal on AirPod Maxes. Uh, and I found an open box item, and it was incredible. I got a uh, untouched set that the box had been opened, but the internal unit wrapping was all intact, all for the great price of about four fifty or so, versus the retail price of five hundred forty-nine dollars. So why did I buy them if I already have a perfectly good AirPod Pros headset? There is something I am calling the weight and isolation to audio fidelity ratio. Simply put, AirPod Max are bigger and bulkier, but sound incredible. But you may want the AirPod Pros or other AirPods because you don't always want these things on your head uh, for more active situations like exercising or weeding in the garden. AirPod Pros are more convenient when you are making a bunch of work calls or on back-to-back Zoom meetings. There are also situations like listening to audiobooks, like the audiobooks I talked about in the Soundwave Show Episode 4, where you don't need the quality or weight of the AirPod Maxes. So, both headsets are optimized for different needs, and how lucky am I to be able to have them both, and I don't take that for granted. There are a bunch of tips and trick blogs and videos out there, so I won't try to repeat those, but rather give you my sense of what is good and not so good about them. The pros. First, the sound. Wow. They are crystal clear, but they also have this really nice low end where you really hear the bottom end as if you had a high-quality subwoofer in your head. The build quality is impeccable. They have all the classic Apple attention to details and materials that you've come to expect. They cover the ears uh, with a very comfortable soft seal, even though the headphones are fairly heavy. I attribute this to two things. 
the very well-crafted ear cushions, which are man magnetically attached and hence replaceable <laughs> at the price of $69, and the canopy spanning the headband, which is made from a breathable mesh knit, which distributes the weight of the headphones uh, to reduce pressure on the head. Inside of the AirPod Maxes is Apple's proprietary H1 chip. The chip enables computational audio, but also powers the well, hey, you know who, digital assistant feature just by using your voice. And the H1 chip also powers automatic switching, so you can switch easily between your iPhone, your iPod, and your Mac. Adaptive EQ tailors the sound to the bespoke or unique fit and seal created by the air cushions. Inward-facing microphones measure what you're hearing and then just adjust the frequencies. Noise cancellation on these things is incredible. They use a total of six outward-facing microphones to detect noise in your environment and two inward-facing microphones to measure what you're hearing. Between the over-ear design and the great ear cushions, coupled with the noise cancellation, you're truly in your own little audio shell. Granted, you can still hear slightly the external sounds uh, to, a, to a slight degree, but once the music starts playing, you're fully immersed. Battery life is pretty good. Despite the fact that there is no power button, the Maxes go into sleep mode when you put them into the provided and slightly goofy smart case. The charge allows me to go a couple days on, on one charge using the lightning connector. Uh, they can be fully charged in two hours with a five uh, watt brick. With just five minutes of a charge, you can get about 90 minutes of listening. There's also ear detection mode, which causes the music to automatically stop after you take the headphones off. Or you can lift one ear cup and that pauses the music and allows you to talk to someone. Finally, there are two physical controls placed on the right cup, a digital crown that is very similar to the digital crown of the Apple Watch with both push and turn capabilities, and the push button on there that will allow you to tr toggle transparency on and off. Both controls are very useful and customizable in various ways. I often adjust the volume and pause the audio using the digital crown while I'm wearing them around the house, or I'll switch to transparency mode if I need to hear something or someone. And now the cons. Holy cow, at $549 MSRP, they are really expensive, especially if you already have a set of Apple AirPod Pros. They are a luxury item in and of themselves, but even more so if you have some other pods or phones of any brand. For me, the expense was okay though, because it enabled me to cover the higher end audio of the Maxes and the utilitarian value of the AirPod Pros. The whole no power button, only auto sleep when putting it in the case thing is kind of a, is kind of a negative. I sort of wish there was a, a power button where you could absolutely turn it off and that you didn't have to put it in the case to put it in the ultra low uh, super sleep mode. Speaking of case, boy, that case is pretty effective, but it's pretty goofy. I'm sure you can look online and see what I'm talking about. Finally, Apple did not include a 3.5 millimeter audio uh, input or output connection or jack, so you'll have to buy a 3.55 millimeter to lightning cable, which Apple sells for $35. In summary, the AirPod Maxes are an incredible luxury, especially if you already own other AirPods, AirPhones, uh, headphones, etc.
The quirks, like the smart case and the power management, are something you just have to decide if they're significant issues for you. For me, they are not, and the superior sound, engineering, and convenience make them worth the price I paid. Well, that concludes another episode of the Soundwave Show. Hopefully you found this one interesting and useful. I'd be curious to find out what you guys are doing for headphones, whether you listen to AirPod Maxes or otherwise. Stay tuned next time for another exciting episode. All content, except where noted, is copyright Pat Shepard and thesoundwaveshow.com. This theme song is something I put together in GarageBand. See you next time.